Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Uh, we were talking, I'll just remind you, too, that uh, at WBSM.com and on the app, we do have the photos of what happened at the Bristol County House of Correction on Friday. You can see the destruction that was caused, $200,000 worth of destruction, and uh, you can see that for yourself there in that story. Uh, but we were talking in the last hour about the firings of Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon yesterday. Tucker from Fox News, Don from CNN. Do you Do you think that there was any kind of coordination there? Like, do you, do you think that the Tucker Carlson news got out and CNN said, well, let's make the move on, on Don Lemon now? I don't know. If you think about it, if you want to have a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory about it, if there's going to be news stories everywhere about Tucker Carlson being let go from Fox News and you want people to know that Don Lemon has gone from CNN because I don't know how much that would have made headlines on its own. Sure, people like that listen to this show and people that are in the media would have talked about it and cared about it, but I don't know how much it would have played out over the course of America because let's face it, it's not as, not as popular of a network, not as popular of, a, of an anchor, of a commentator. So you're able to kind of piggyback that news a little bit to get it out there. And, oh, and, and CNN got rid of Don Lemon, who a lot of people thought was the problem at CNN with slanted coverage. But I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe maybe they felt, hey, if, if, if our competitor can fire their biggest guy, finally we can let, let this guy go. Because I think you're going to have a lot of Fox News viewers that are upset to see Tucker Carlson go. I don't think you're going to have a lot of CNN viewers who are going to be that upset about Don Lemon going. I don't know anybody that was tuning in to see Don Lemon and his take on things. Because honestly, and listen, I, I watch CNN. That's what I have on in the background of when I'm doing things at home. And it's usually because by the time I sit down and I can maybe watch a little TV, 
there's something on like, uh, you know, the movies of the 80s or 2000s or any of those things. I do like all the documentary program that they run. I did get kind of wrapped up into the Heaven's Gate one that's been running on Sundays. I watched like the first two episodes before I realized, oh, wait a minute. I already watched this on HBO Max. This was like something that HBO Max had when it first came out. And and now they're just running it on regular pay cable. Well, regular cable, I guess. But I get I get sucked into all of those documentaries because they, they do a great job. The, the, the people who produce them, CNN usually is just buying them. But they have that partnership with Tom Hanks's Playtone to make all those. What's the one they have coming up now? The 2010s. How, how weird is that? That the decade has been over enough now that we can have a, a decade in review series. But anyway. I, so I, I have it on. But like I was never like, oh, it's, it's 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. I got to tune into Don Lemon. Like it was just something that was on. I do like listening to the the commentary of people. But he himself, eh, I knew he was going to start off the show with an anti-Trump, rate, uh, uh, anti-Trump rant. And then they would move into some other things. I don't think the program that was on to replace him was that much better. Although they're getting there. They're, they're finding their footing on how to, how to do that, that evening show. But Don Lemon is not going to go out and start his own network. He's not going to go out and start his own streaming service. He's not a brand unto himself like like Tucker Carlson can be. And I had mentioned, you know, the fact that they built, when they built Fox Nation, their streaming app, their streaming service, they built that around and you'll have all kinds of extra Tucker programming. And it's not just what the the caller that was on the last hour referenced, these... these um, uh, long-form reporting, it wasn't just those. It was like other things too. Like Tucker Carlson talks about UFOs and Tucker Carlson looks into this and that. So they, they really were, were counting on him to be the anchor of that that service. And people were subscribing to it because they wanted to see that extra content. Now, I don't I don't have Fox Nation. I don't watch it. I don't really pay that much attention to it. But they've been able to add programming. I'm sure that the Kevin Costner show that they were running brought them a lot of, uh, it was like a Yellowstone, like real life show. I'm sure that brought them in a lot of viewers because if the number one show of the week isn't an episode of Tucker Carlson tonight, it was an episode of Yellowstone. And even that is going to have some changes. I've been reading that uh, that Kevin Costner... Maybe, maybe mostly done with that show. And that they might have to end it. The, the rumor is because they've taken so long to write the scripts for the next episodes, like they had half of one season, and they said, oh, we'll be back in the summer with more episodes. Yeah, but they haven't written those episodes yet. They haven't been given a script yet. So I think Kevin Costner said he had two weeks available to film, something like that. It might have been five days. I forget what it was. But he took he took some other projects, and so he said, this is the window that I have for you. And so now there's talk about, well, will they, will they write him off the show? Will they kill him off? Will they go in a different direction? They're starting another spinoff. 
with Matthew McConaughey. But, you know, it just shows that <laughs> there's going to be some changes in the two biggest shows in cable. Heck, even WWE, which is often one of the top shows as well. That is shifting. Now that they have this deal with the, the, the company that owns the UFC, Endeavor, and they're creating a new championship and all kinds of stuff. Hey, the top of the cable ratings is anyone's game, I guess, right now. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, how's it going, Tim? How you doing? Good. So, um, I know I've been absent this last week. I was in Bermuda. With oh, my wife. how was it? <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't bad. It was Bermuda. It was good. Mid, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mid eighties, you know, and nice and sunny. Um, with this whole Tucker Carlson thing, um, I, it, does, it doesn't even phase me. I mean, the guy makes thirty million dollars a year. Let's put that in. Actually, we'll call it forty to make it even, you know, easier on the math. Mm-hmm. That's three point three million dollars a month. That's eight hundred and thirty-three thousand dollars a year, uh, uh, a week, for the average person, you know. That's he, he's going to be all set. Everybody needs to stop worrying about the guy. He's going to be fine. Even if he doesn't, he, let's say, let's say it takes a couple of years off. You know what I mean? He's still going to be the limelight. If he comes back, he's going to, he's going to be, you know, everybody's going to want him. If he decides to come back and do another contract somewhere like Newsmax or on his own news media station, you know what I mean? He's got the power. I mean, I guess it depends on, I guess it depends on, you know, well, first of all, the, the reason why people are upset about it is because they want, they want his voice. They want to hear him. They want his, well, yeah, his style. They want it. But I, it all depends, too, on, you know, what, what, what comes out in the coming weeks about what actually went down with why he was let go. Because if you look right. at a guy like Bill O'Reilly, you would think, oh, he can write his own check to go anywhere because he was the top dog at the time. But then, you know, all the reasons why he was let go kind of handcuff him a little bit about where he can go from there. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it'll all come out with, the, and you know, it'll all come out in the wash. You know what I mean? Why he was let go and everything else. I think he was let go because he he didn't help. He didn't hold back. I mean, if you've seen his last show, the way he was, you know, uh, you know, not only bashing the other news networks, but also kind of like, you know, uh, underneath his breath, kind of like bashing Fox News. You know what I mean? And like, um, you know, the way they said, I think he said something about his text messages or something. He was talking to whoever he was about, you know, manage upper management. You know what I mean? Everybody does that, though. Everybody does that. I mean, hell, I even do it, you know, to my buddies I work with. You know what I mean? It's, but I'm not, in the, I'm not in the public's eye where, okay, my text message is going to get leaked, you know, or... Um, or, or be called know. evidence into a, into a lawsuit. Yeah, or exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I mean, hey, listen, I'm not where... I, listen, when, when Fox News, okay... Uh, quote unquote, you know, called the election before it was even over. I stopped watching Fox News a long time ago. I put it on from time to time, but I stopped watching. The, you know what I do now? Every night at seven o'clock, I turn on Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. That's what I do. You know what I mean? So, it's so like, let me I, let me ask yeah. you why? Why did you get so upset about that? Because the election wasn't over yet, and they already, and every news but media did it. It's called a projection, right? But it's. They shouldn't have projected nothing until it was that's, over. But that's what they do. That's what they're there for is to project who the winner would be. Yeah, but, you know, hey, no, nobody thought Biden would have won. <laughs> you 
Nobody thought, so, nobody so the, thought he the problem won. wasn't with them making a projection. The problem was you didn't like the projection that they made. I guess you could say that. Because I, I mean, that's that. that's what networks do. They make like that's all of those all of that election night coverage is never. If you tune into us on election night and we give you results, those are never official either. Now, do you guys also do like projections? We don't have the we don't have the manpower, or the technology to do projections. Projections involve having people out there on the street, involve having people gathering data. So what we're giving you is we just give you the unofficial results, which every you know town clerk or election official that sends it in always make sure to note these are unofficial results because you know they have to go through and they have to count everything and they have to make sure everything is formalized and then they have to count in all the um, all the absentee ballots and all of that. So uh, so it's all the things that. You know, go around it, so it usually takes them a couple of days to certify it. And it's the same thing with TV networks. You know, they're just making a projection based on the data that they have, and sometimes, sometimes it can be wrong. But for the most part, they invest so much time and money and get the the best people at doing this that they can do it. And it's a race. It's a race to see who can well, do it first. Yeah, I mean, but you know, back to Tucker Carlson, it's just a you know, it's 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 a game of censorship. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a game of censorship. I mean, the guy was, the guy was. I mean, in my opinion, okay. And obviously, everybody knows. You know, you know, I'm a Democrat. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Don't, don't say that, John. Uh, you know, I'm a Republican. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's. In my opinion, he he spoke a lot of truth. I know you're going to disagree with me on that. Oh, I'm certainly going to disagree with you on that. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Well, I know you. Are, but he spoke, in my opinion, spoke the truth. And a lot of people can't handle the truth, you know. And unfortunately, he must have been speaking the truth about his upper management that they didn't like that. You know what I mean? And and they had to let him go. But I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. You know what I mean? I'll be I'll be listening. I I think I don't know. I feel like if the guy had been on the air for you know since since 2016, and yeah. he said a lot of stuff in that time, you know, I don't I don't think now it's censorship of what he's saying. I don't think that that's I don't think that's what this is about. It's not about trying to keep Tucker Carlson from exposing the truth. I think what I think I think what he did with the January 6th footage really pissed off the network. And I think people are overlooking that because he didn't give it to the network to see first. And so he basically utilized the their airwaves for his own agenda. Whether or not they would have agreed with with what it was, they might have watched it and said, sure, great, run it. But the fact that they wanted to know about it before they put it on the airwaves and he didn't want to show it to them, that's that's could be insubordination. Yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of, of footage, um, a little off topic here, but the, the quote-unquote riot that we had at the at the Bristol County, Bristol County House of Corrections mm-hmm. and Sheriff Haro or Haro or however you want to pronounce it on the, you know, whatever day, you know, he decides he wants to call himself. But, uh, you know, the... That was almost like what what Tucker Carlson did, okay? Arose saying it wasn't a riot, and then you're looking at these pictures last night. I, I, I was looking at them last night on your on the app, saying to myself, "This was absolutely a riot. There's glass, there's crap all over the floor. These guys look like they had a field day, okay? And you know how can this guy turn around and say this wasn't a riot? It was absolutely a riot, and you know for him to tell the public." Oh, it, we have everything under control. It wasn't a riot. Yeah, it took you seven hours to get everything under control. Okay, that that's a riot. Sorry to tell you, but when you have ringleaders, seventeen—I think it was what seventeen ringleaders. 
Well, yeah. Now that now they've uh, they've put brought, they're going to bring charges up against three that were in the other unit too. So it's a it's a total of about twenty now. Okay, so twenty ringleaders. Okay, for how many inmates? God knows how many inmates were in that housing unit. But it was uh, it I think like it was one hundred and sixty three. Or no, sixty-three and seventy-five. I can't do the math, but sixty-three and one and seventy-five and the other, I believe. Okay, so they and they and they and they caused one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. You're going to tell me that ain't a riot? Well, I mean, I hate to do this because it always sounds so pedantic when people do this. Yeah. But Merriam-Webster defines a riot as a violent public disorder, public violence, tumult, or disorder, a random or disorderly profusion. Uh, so they're talking about you know, it's just it doesn't have to have the 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 violence that um, that he's trying to say is the qualifier for calling it a riot. And I think colloquially, no matter what he wants to call it, people see what goes on. They see people, you know, throwing a temper tantrum, essentially, and they say that's a riot. Yeah. And those canines, I was listening to when he was talking to Marcus on South Coast tonight a few weeks ago, and he wants to do away with that canine program. That's a load of BS. No, I mean, no. Those canines. He, so he doesn't. He doesn't want to do away with the canines that they were that they were using. So in that situation, he said that he wanted to do away with the comfort dog program, which is where they have dogs that oh, they bring that's in. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's yeah, he was. wanted yeah, to yeah. to retrain those dogs to become drug sniffing dogs because they have such right. a problem with drugs in the jail. I just don't understand how come he was so hesitant though to send the dogs in. I mean, they have a job. That's they, that's they, they're not they're not the the canine officer's pet. They have a job just like the canine officer has his job and every other correctional officer has their job. Send the dogs in, regain, regain the order, and then, and then send your men in. You know what I mean? So his rationale was that he didn't feel they were needed and that they would have caused more, uh, more chaos and, and more problems if they sent the dogs in. And as he said in his press conference yesterday, um, you know, there, there were those other organizations that came in, but everything was his call, but that he was in consultation with others and that others say that he made the right call in that situation. So, yeah, oh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I did see the pictures though. And I was like, just in awe of the destruction. You know what I mean? I was just like, wow, you know, especially being a taxpayer and seeing that, you know what I mean? That's just gonna. It's just kind of like a big slap in the face, you know what I mean? And people look at the duration of the event. They say, well, they allow that to go on for seven and a half hours. But yeah. all that yeah. all that destruction could have happened in the first 45 minutes, you know, right. and then everybody right. else was right. just, you know, just kind of kicking, kicking stuff, yeah. kicking stuff the rest of the time, you know, like, yeah, take right. that, too, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like they can just run in there either. You know what I mean? They can't just run in and they have to strategically plan that. You know what I mean? So that, that probably took up a good chunk of that seven hours you know what i mean the, the, so the way he described it is uh that he you know they wanted to give them every effort they wanted to make every effort to give the inmates the opportunity to stop doing it on their own to, to yeah, have well, them come to the realize realization like what are we doing we're not going to get what we want here yeah well i mean we're not dealing with uh five-year-old kids when you take their ipads away from them you know what i mean we're not it's it's that's not what you're dealing with here. you're dealing you're dealing with hiding criminals you know what i mean you're not dealing with a, a, a toddler well, you know what I mean. To, to be fair, these were all people yeah. that were awaiting trial. Um, okay, I'm sorry. So, so, I mean, some of them have probably already been convicted of trials, and he's right. as he, as he right. even said, some of them were in there because they were accused of murder. But you know, right. just 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 to be fair and and, and to cover our asses legally, oh. they they were all pre trial. So, yeah. Well, hey, you know, like I said, we're not dealing with toddlers. You know what I mean? Sure. They're not gonna. They, well, you know, they're gonna kick. <laughs> they acted like toddlers. And, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is, is like, you know. You, you know, you, you tell you, tell my, you know, when I used to tell my, you know, punish my kids, you know, they kick and scream and say, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then eventually they would give up. But it's like, 
you know, we're not dealing with people like that. They, these guys aren't stupid. They're going to keep doing it until they get what they want. And then, you know, unfortunately, this, I mean, fortunately this time they didn't get what they wanted. You know what I mean? But you can't, you can't, you can't act like that when you're dealing with, with people like that, you know what I mean. I, I don't. I don't know that they've ever gotten with it. I don't know if there's ever been a riot where, they, that, that where it turned out and they said them, they said, yeah, you know what, we are going to make. I mean, I'm sure there were things that people had rioted and protested against that got changed, but I don't think anybody's ever just been like, you're right, guys. Uh, yeah, we're going to go home. You guys take over for the night. Is inmates can run the asylum for the night? Yeah. I'm going to hold and, you there uh, though because yeah, I, I ahead, get some other calls. Yep. But you have a good All day. Right. Thanks, Tim. And uh, let's squeeze in some more calls before I get to take a break. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Oh, yeah. This is, I have a, it's totally different. Um, I just have the question to ask because um, uh, it's like when I'm watching my TV, sometimes, I don't know, they call it like a black silhouette, like a couple of people walking by the front of it. Do you ever, do you ever see that? So you're, you're watching TV. When I'm watching TV on the screen, it's, it's in the TV. And it's, um, you'll see it's like a couple of heads walking by, but it, it's black. It's all black, like shadows of, of people walking by, like a, like two people. Like that would be in your house walking by the TV or that are on TV no, walking the, by? in the TV, yeah, on the TV. Like as on part the of the show? show? Yeah, but they're not part of the show. It's just, you know, it looks like maybe they're walking in front of the camera, but it's like black. I don't think they let them walk. It's like on movies and everything. I don't know if it's just in my house. Or <laughs> I mean, there's some... Yeah. So, I mean, first, let me say that it could be that there's something that's going wrong with your TV. Like, that's probably the most likely scenario um, that maybe you have. If you have an LED TV, maybe some of the lights are going out or something like that. No, I just got this one because my other one did break. So the smart one I had, but this is a new one. There's probably a mundane explanation to it, but I will also say there's something that's known as instrumental transcommunication, which is using electronic devices to communicate with other entities so it's why we do recordings that we call evp electronic voice phenomena you know recording and so what we'll do is we'll go to a haunted place and we'll turn on the recorder and we'll ask a question and then we'll leave a space and then we'll ask another question and we'll leave a space when we go back and listen to that you might hear in those spaces a response to your question because supposedly whatever is going on and i'm I'm not saying it's dead people it could be things we're even doing with our own mind but something imprints it onto the recording and so television has been used kind of in the same way uh a lot of people will put it on a a, you don't really have them anymore but as you know one of those channels with static and snow somebody would put it on one of those channels and they would talk to whoever was there and you would hear voices come through and in some cases you would see physical representations of them come through on the screen okay well, I have friends watching TV with me, I guess. I don't know. But it's happened quite, quite a few times in my life. I've, heard, I've seen it quite a few times, but not, not like right in a row. So, I don't know. I don't but know. Anyway, Maybe it could well, be your own, own abilities coming through, too. What do you mean by that? Maybe my you have some, some psychic abilities. Oh. Maybe. You know, sometimes I feel like I've done something before and it, uh, like that. You mean? Like, it felt like I did this before. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's deja vu. I think we all get that. Yeah, deja vu, yeah. Okay. But uh, who knows? I don't know. Next time you see it happen, talk to them and see if they say anything to you. Oh, I'll just talk right to the screen? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah, I talk to my TV all day long. I'm not seeing anything <laughs> on it, but I'm I'm always yelling at it. Yeah. Okay. Especially during, right, a, during a Celtics game that I got 25 bucks on now that sports betting is legal. Great. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. You can go out for that big, huge, what is it, a meatball? Yeah, the, the, the one pound meatball. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. You have a good day. Take care. Bye.
and uh, yeah, that is that that certainly sports betting has. I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, really getting into it all that much, but these Celtic playoff games, I've I've put twenty five bucks down on each game, and. It definitely makes you feel. And by the way, twenty five bucks because that's the, the those were the free bets that I got from signing up for DraftKings. I put twenty five dollars in there and said that's all that I'm putting in. And then I got the free bets, and I won a whole bunch on the free bets. And so whatever is in the account is what I'm playing with. And then when I get down to the original twenty five dollars, you know, I'll I'll just either leave that in there in case I want to do anything in the future, like the Super Bowl or something, or I'll just let that go and then have nothing in there and then just be done with it. Like, it's not something that I'm super obsessed with at all, but I've just been trying to put it down on these Celtics games because it definitely makes it more interesting when I'm watching it because it becomes less about just, if are they going to win? Because I, I figured they would win pretty much most of the games against the Hawks, but it makes it more, it gives you a little something extra to, to kind of watch for. So it's like, okay, they're going to win, but are they going to win by eight? So it's, it's kind of fun. But I'm sure I'll get mad. The other night I lost, you know, when they lost the game to the Hawks. But I was like, okay, well, that's going to happen. But if it happened like twice, then I'd be like, yeah, this is dumb. I'm not going to do this anymore. But maybe some of you are enjoying it. I, I certainly see the appeal in it for people that are good at it. People that get good at it, I can see the appeal because there's a lot of action happening all the time. There's a lot of things, you know, the way, same way people sit at home and day trade now on, you know, the Robinhood app and just buy stocks all day long. Like there's going to be people that people that will do that effectively with sports gambling. Um, but keep in mind, it's called gambling for a reason. There's no guarantees. So even, even the most well-researched and well-prepared person is going to lose now and then. And of course, always bet responsibly. All right. Well, we're going to take a break so that uh, we can make some more money and they can pay me some more money and I can gamble some more money. We'll be right back. Two, one, two, three, four, one. If you got the money, honey, I've got the time. We'll go honky-tonkin' and we'll have a time. We'll have more fun, baby, all the way down the line. If you've got the money, honey, I've got the time. There ain't no need to tarry. And uh, welcome back in. Willie Nelson was one of my grandmother's favorites. She really liked his voice, and uh, she was somebody who used to perform in her younger years. Uh, she was known as a yodeler and a whistler. So she would go out and perform in bars uh, locally in the, the Canton and Randolph area, and she would, she would yodel, which by the time, you know, I was born, she, she, really, she couldn't really yodel anymore. Uh, she, she didn't really do it anymore, but she still whistled. And I remember, you know, I lived... I moved around a lot as a kid, but I, I lived in Randolph where, where she lived, uh, Brockton, but eventually we moved to Plymouth and we lived in Plymouth for like four years. And then we lived on the Cape for a couple of years in Sandwich and Forestdale. And then we moved to Wareham and she would come and pick me up and, you know, I'd go stay at her house or she'd pick me up and we'd go shopping, whatever. And she always, she never drove highways. She always preferred back roads. So no matter where we were going, we were taking the back roads. And rather than listen to the radio, sometimes we listen to the radio, but a lot of times she would turn the radio off and she would just whistle the whole time. Now, I, I got to tell you, little little quirk about me, I really don't like when people whistle. Like it kind of, 
kind of goes right down my spine a little bit. Like, it's different if I hear it in the context of a song or something, but if I'm just sitting here and somebody's whistling, I'm like, please, please just stop whistling. Like, people do it absentmindedly and don't even realize they're doing it, but for some reason, it annoys me. And I don't, I don't really tell them to stop. I know it's my problem, so I just keep it to myself. But it, it annoys me. But it never annoyed me when my grandmother whistled. And she was so good at it. She could hit all different kinds of notes and just had, like, she could kind of, it was weird. She could kind of, like, double it up. So it sounded like it was twice as much. Like, it was really interesting, like, the, the skills that she had. And I would talk to her about it and say, you know, no wonder you would go out and whistle and people would want to pay you to come to perform and do that. And she said, oh, you should have heard me when I had my own teeth before I had dentures. So it was just, it was amazing to hear. And so anyway, she would she would whistle and um, one of the songs she would whistle and it was the Willie Nelson version at the time because it was popular was You Were Always On My Mind. So, uh, you know, I, I think of her when I think of Willie Nelson. Anyway, we're going to have tickets for you to go see Willie Nelson in the Outlaw Music Festival. Uh, I'll give them away in the next hour so that you have a little bit more time to enter for today. But we're going to be giving away tickets today through Friday. And you know what? I even pulled some some aside, too, so that maybe later on when we get closer to the show, we can give away some more, too. Casey and and Jackson over at Fun 107 and uh, and Casey Dudek now. You might know her as Casey Silva, Sylvia, but she's Casey Dudek now. Uh, they handle getting all these tickets for us. And uh, and I work a little bit with Casey to try to, to help us get things for shows. And she's really good at, like saying to me like okay well how about don't give them all away this week how about save some and we can give some away when we get closer to the show too and i'm like oh that's a good idea that's a good idea too so you know we're, we're gonna do that but we've got pairs to give away all this week and you can enter to win at wbsm.com and on the app and it's just one of the many many shows that i'll be giving away throughout the course of the summer we've got coming up next month we're going to be giving away three day passes to boston calling so you know that's three full days over Memorial Day weekend of music. Well, we're going to have passes for you to see all three days. We're going to be giving away pairs of three-day passes. Then later on in the month, we're going to be giving away tickets to one of the biggest shows coming around, Ed Sheeran at Gillette Stadium. Everybody wants those tickets, and we've got some. And we're going to be giving those away for you next month as well. We're going to be giving away tickets to, to Nickelback. We're going to be giving away tickets to Brett Michaels. We're going to be giving away tickets to all kinds of shows. And I, I checked with Barry the other day, and uh, we, we even came up with some giveaways for Barry to give away on his show as well. A little, uh, let's, let, let's just say the person you will go see if you win those tickets from Barry has also seen Fire and Rain. So, you know, that's just some of the shows that we have planned for you coming up. But so excited this week to be able to give away Willie Nelson tickets before you can buy them. They go on sale this Friday. But our friends at Live Nation gave us some so you could win them before you could buy them. And you can enter at WBSM.com or on the app, and we will draw a winner and announce it coming up in the next hour. 508-996-0500 to call in and chime in. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hey, Tim. I just wanted to give you a short message. Uh, the Tesla uh, YouTube channel is uh, lining up for a live uh, broadcast, and the broadcast is listed as Tucker Carlson on leaving Fox and joining Tesla live with Elon Musk. Oh, weird. That, that, yeah, that's on YouTube. If you uh, go to the Tesla channel, it's uh, 
set up as a live broadcast. Um, it popped up an hour ago, but uh, nothing's happened yet. Well, so. well, do you think maybe that maybe they're starting a Tesla network? Maybe that's going to be the know. name of a I mean, network. Yeah, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe uh, uh, Twitter is going to go live. Who knows? Uh, uh, you know, who knows? But he's obviously um, played around. Uh, Musk has played around in the. Uh, you know, in Twitter for a while, and he seems to be kind of an honest broker for truth, um, wh- whether you want to dig deep into what that is or not, and whether it's an industrialist trying to play uh, play games with the truth like everyone else is these days, who knows. But, um, yeah, I just popped on YouTube on the live channels, and this popped up an hour ago and said, uh, Tucker Carlson, I'm leaving Fox and joining Tesla live with Elon Musk. So. No, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Then, when you first said Tesla, because I was talking about all those tickets, I was going to say, "Yeah, we're working on trying to get Tesla tickets to give away too." I was thinking of the band. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, you know, if Tucker right, Carlson joined the band, that would be kind of interesting too. I don't know if he can sing it, but we'll see. He, I mean, yeah. it sounds very much like it would fit in the show. Signs, signs everywhere. Are sign the signs are everywhere. Well, right. based on his education, he sounds like someone that only learned how to play the recorder. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the heads up. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Why don't we take a break? 508-996-0500. But yeah, to, to be honest, I do want to try to get Tesla tickets too to give away. Um, but we will keep an eye on that as well. Because so here's here's my issue with uh, with since Elon Musk took over Twitter. It's too big of a it's too big of an enterprise, I think, to play the kind of games that he has. You know, let's try this. Let's see what happens when we do this. Let's do this. Let's try this. And I just feel like it's been not enough uh, of a plan. Now, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter anymore anyway. Like, I'll, if, if, you know, Celtics game is on, I will have my Twitter open and be watching as people live tweet it. Um, some of the bigger WWE events I'll follow along. Obviously, NFL games I'll follow along. Uh, but for the most part, I don't, utilize it as anything more than just promoting the things that I do. But one thing that I've noticed, first of all, I lost my blue check mark, which, you know, I knew was coming. I'm not paying for it. And I think that it's, I think that this whole process is, is a horrible thing. And not just because I lost my blue check mark. I don't care about that. I'm not going to be somebody that's, um, you know, out there pushing the fact that, uh, that I should stand apart from other people on Twitter. I got verified because I went through an issue where there was there were people who were creating fake accounts about me and they were putting out fake information about me because I got wrapped up in this whole, you know, I replaced Art Bell on one of his shows or actually, you know, I was like two hosts after Art Bell, but still like I was on Art Bell's former show and there's a lot of jealousy and a weird community around that and things kind of got strange and I was getting accused of things and they were making fake accounts and I, and I said, listen, I have the same name as a guy that plays the flute who's pretty famous. I have the same name as uh, another person who was working as a sports writer who I'm friendly with. I, I know him. So I was like, I, I just, I need something that stands alone because I am somebody that's in the media. So I'd like to get verified. And they, they gave me the verification. And I had it for years. And they pulled it because, you know, obviously I'm not Stephen King. So Elon Musk isn't going to give me a free verification like he did to him. And what's funny is all the celebrities that he's given this, this free verification for have like mocked him for it and said, just, I want everybody to know I didn't pay for this. I will not pay for this. And I feel the same way. I don't see the need to pay for verification. 
um, the 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 platform itself will suffer from them not wanting to have people be verified. So the fact that you could go start an account calling yourself Joe Biden and pay for verification. I mean, this is an extreme example. Obviously, they're not going to approve you. But you can go impersonate anybody and pay for the verification and fool people into thinking you're the real thing. And that's going to cause a lot of distrust of the platform. So I don't think that this was the best way of, of rolling out if you wanted people to be paying for something in order to generate revenue. This was not the thing to pay for. What you should have offered people is just the ability, which is part of the Twitter blue package. But rather than give them the verification badge, give them the ability to go beyond 280 characters, whatever it is now. Give them the ability to edit. Those are the two things people wanted the most. Give them those abilities for, you know, the $8 a month that you want to charge them and maybe give them a different color. You know, give them an orange or some other color. But no, like this is the way that he wanted to do it and he didn't listen to anybody else when people gave him other ideas of how to do it. So whatever chaos ensues is obviously what he wants. So that's, that's what bothers me about it is it's like you're playing a game with a platform that people have now come to, de to, to depend on. And then he did offer subscription services for content creators, which is good because there are a lot of people who are losing the ability to monetize their content who are content creators um, because of changes with TikTok and Instagram. So this is a chance for them to, to have a new avenue for that. But, I mean, it's, it shouldn't be the exclusive um, shouldn't be the only thing that they're worried about in terms of, of helping those folks. And then the other thing is every time I open the app now or I go on to the website, I'm just inundated with conservative accounts, with right-wing accounts. And I, I don't want to see those. Those aren't things that I'm following. Those aren't things that I am... Um, actively pursuing or topics that I'm actively pursuing. So it just keeps feeding me those instead. So I'm like, is this just what they're pushing? Like, is the average person seeing this stuff too? Is this what the algorithm is delivering to them now? So I have some concerns about that because you complain about how, you know, it was one-sided the other way. Well, it seems like it's gone one-sided the other direction to me. But again, that might just be my own experience. And, and it hasn't really been going on long enough to, to have a, a, a test against it. All right, I do have to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right, welcome back in. So I did a little uh, digging uh, during the break and I went to the official Tesla YouTube channel, uh, which is, you know, youtube.com slash at Tesla. Uh, this is this has 2.38 million followers, 298 videos. Uh, it's It has all kinds of videos about the Tesla car. Uh, the one that has the headline of Tucker Carlson and leaving Fox and joining Tesla live with Elon Musk uh, that has a live video. Um, I've, I've clicked on that. It is just a SpaceX logo with a chat room running uh, and nothing else really going on except it's promoting some bogus Bitcoin giveaway. So that account is actually uh, at Tesla slash uh, at Tesla-CC, and it's from Brazil, whereas the official Tesla account is from the United States. So this is, I believe, a spoof account. So this is, this, this is not accurate. This, is, this does not appear to be real news. So it appears that this is a spoof account that has all the same videos that's on the official page, but in tracking the, the YouTube URL, 
uh, the name of the YouTube channel and taking a look at some of the other stuff around it. It appears to be a spoof account, which is exactly the kind of thing that's going to happen on Twitter without verification being done properly, with it being done just pay for play. So I know you're going to see a lot more of this happening because Elon Musk has now opened himself up to be the victim of spoofing. So you're going to see more of that. But yeah, it seems like this is this is not accurate, um, which I don't blame the, the caller because it, everything looked the same. It looked exactly like the Tesla YouTube channel, except for the fact that it has far less subscribers. And it was... Um, that odd that odd uh, URL, that odd channel name for Tesla. So this, this account only has 12.4 thousand subscribers. So it has 12,000 subscribers compared to the official Tesla channel, which has 2.38 million subscribers. And uh, the other thing is, I'm going to assume that Elon would would uh, tweet about it if that was the case, if, if this was going to be something that was happening. And I'm just going to go over to his account real fast. Verified accounts are now prioritized, he tweeted out. Well, you took away my verification, making me pay for it. Um, yeah, there's nothing on his Twitter account about this being the case. About this being real, and and he would he would definitely have announced it on on the platform that he owns. So all right, so we'll we'll take a break. We'll be back in a few. All right. So during that commercial break, I went uh, went on to YouTube and I reported that other account as being an impersonation account. So if it is, uh, YouTube will you know look into that. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a spoof. I see nothing uh, associated with Twitter that would relate to the at Tesla dash CC YouTube being you know, an offshoot. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they have different uh, accounts for different things. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.